0: everybody and welcome to the Blue Collar Experts Podcast. I'm your host, Gustavo Tapia, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is for business owners and for future business owners that are looking to take the leap into entrepreneurship. We know this can be scary, stressful, and sometimes feel impossible. This is why it's important we all share our story. Please remember to subscribe, download, and share, as well as leave us a five-star review with your help, we can get this show to reach more listeners and enjoy this valuable content. We have a great episode for you today. Today's guest is Craig Salinas, and he's the owner of Night Owl Floor Services, a company that specializes in floor care for small businesses. Craig, thank you for joining today and welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you for having me, Gustavo. Happy to be here.
0: Thank you so much for uh, being here again, and uh, I'm excited to get started. And the first question that I usually start with so the audience can get a, a preview of like who you are is how you got started with floor care in general. Like, What made you go into this um, niche of business?
1: Yeah, um, back when I was 11, my mom had a janitorial business, and on the weekends, I would help her clean these buildings. And she'd have uh, some floor jobs. And so she showed me how to do floors. And by the age of 14, I was dropped off at jobs. She'd set me all up. I would do a little job here or there, like a a lobby or a couple of bathrooms. And um, she would go off and go clean a building and come back, pick me up and she'd go drop me off. And, and uh, that's kind of where it all started. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, when I turned 16, uh, I actually went down to the city and got my business license, and I got my driver's license all in the same week, and I started my own little business, and uh, we went from there.
0: That's crazy. At 16 years old. Yeah. Can you start a business at 16?
1: My mom yeah. took me to the city of Gresham <laughs> <just> <laughs> to help me get my license. It was a, a cut was pretty cute, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome, and I like that you got started in this at such a young age, kind of like just through family-owned business, right? And then uh, getting that experience there. And what did you have like already? I'm assuming at that time, your clients were her clients, right? Yeah. Is that kind of where you got started?
1: Yep, I would do some work for her. And then we had a family friend who also had a janitorial business and they started using me to do that as well. Uh, and I also was doing some janitorial on the side, uh, for these, these family friends and some window cleaning, but the floors are what I really liked doing. Cause you turn around after a few hours and you have this clean, shiny floor. So I really had that, you know, this
0: is neat. I mean, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at what time were you doing this in the beginning? What time? Usually when the store or business is closed. So from what time to what time?
1: Yeah, usually after, you know, 6, 7 p.m. and working, you know, throughout the night. And so we're left in the buildings with the keys to to take care of the floors and they come in the morning. It's back to new again.
0: Mm -hmm. Was this um, just kind of you on your own or uh, did you have extra help from like maybe your uh, family's business with other, you know, team members? Or was this something that you just started off just you by yourself
1: it was just me by myself um and then at that time as well a friend of the family had a chain of grocery stores and so he set me up at a grocery store and i worked four nights a week at one grocery store and that kind of helped give me a guaranteed pay every month and Mm -hmm. then i just did side jobs here and there found little jobs and and uh just did them all by myself Mm
0: -hmm. that's awesome so um definitely getting into that grocery store. I also know that you uh, have a couple other uh, businesses, right? So what what are those other businesses that you do? Uh, So we just started a new
1: business uh, this year. It got formed last year and finally got all legal. Uh, It's Concrete Protective Solutions. It's Mm -hmm. it's a division of Night Owl Floor Services. Uh, We do floor uh, or concrete coatings for garage floors. Uh, and polished concrete in businesses or even residents as well. Um, and anything pretty much concrete coating related, uh, we are now doing, which has been a, a game changer for our, our company.
0: What, when, uh, how many years into the floor cleaning business did you get started, you said, with the concrete business?
1: Um, I've been doing floor maintenance for 30 years. And we just started uh, as of the beginning January 4th of this year, we
0: got our CCB license. All right. And then what, um, what were some indicators where you said like, Hey, I got to get into the concrete business. Like, how did that decision come about?
1: Well, we were uh, we've always maintained concrete and polished concrete started becoming all the rage in the past several years. And um, I think that we were going to do this about two years ago. And then the COVID lockdown happened, and we weren't sure where business was going to go. So we decided to push off the idea. And uh, one of my current employees came up to me and said, "Hey, are, are we going to start this polished concrete? That's what we're going to actually specialize in—was polished concrete mm-hmm. for small businesses. I don't want—I don't want to do too big." And I said, "You know what? Uh, we were going to do it last year, and and let's let's uh, start looking into this again." So this was July of last year of twenty twenty one um and then a month later I placed an order for $75,000 in equipment and just went all in
0: nice nice just going all in and that's typically the way to, to do it and how do you um get your clients for uh just one other question here on the concrete business like how did you go about getting those clients was it a, a a division of the clients that you were already working on and you're like hey i also can do this for you now or was it you had to go off and get new clients from different areas well i only recently started mentioning to my
1: existing clients i kind of wanted to do this let's see where it goes without um checking in on our customers but we kind of mentioned here and there and we just started kind of talking about it. We, I was part of a business group that I made comments to them. And, and as soon as we went live, people are calling and saying, hey, we want you to do our garage floor. Um, and I also, in my business complex where I'm at, uh, several of the neighbors have used us to do their floors, knowing that we we're getting into the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, we took care of them on a good, a decent price, but and then then word got out and people just kind of word of mouth right now. And then uh, we have an SEO guy who, uh, is working on monthly postings and monthly uh, scripts for us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we also built a website specifically just for concrete protective solutions. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it links over to the Night Owl Floor Services website so they can b- go back and forth between the websites and and see that we're all the same address and same, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: contact information.
0: Yeah. And then for um, going back a little bit to the Night Owl, you also have. Uh, Of of some very big clients uh here you mentioned uh well you told me so here i wanted the audience to know a little bit more about this the animal hospitals the pizza chain and the franchise of the pizza chain right so how did uh you go about acquiring those deals and securing those deals
1: well the uh pizza chain uh was uh should i mention the name of the uh, i'll just say the pizza chain (laughs) they uh (laughs) Uh, I happened to be at the place getting a pizza. This is back in 1997. And mm-hmm. I, I walked in there and said, hey, here's my card and getting a pizza. Uh, mm-hmm. Two hours later, the manager calls me and says, to meet me over at the uh, other location they're building. And so mm-hmm. I did, uh, they are still a customer to today. And um, they said, okay, well, I met the owner at the same time. He uh, says, okay, right, yeah, I've got four locations. Um, we have a franchise of four stores. And so I, I uh, went and did all four of his stores. He was happy. And then one of his buddies owns four stores and he called me up and we took care of him. Probably two months later, another friend, I, I, it turns out these franchise guys have meetings, regional meetings every month mm-hmm. while they talk. And if you can get in with a the franchise, they talk, say, Hey, we just hired a floor guy. Do you need to know, do you need, need somebody to do your floors? This is the guy, they, they help each other out, kind of like a BNI and i kind of group. They help send business and help send uh, good contractors between each other. Uh, it has blown up now that we have, um, I think we're, we have 55 pizza locations for this franchise. And um, we just had one of the longtime franchise owners, we've had just got bought out by another guy who owns I think a hundred locations. But locally, has about twenty, and I was told last week that he's going to be calling me at the end of the month. I, I'm hoping it's going to be to add in the twenty and not take away the five yeah. that he bought. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, I'm
0: sure I'm sure it will. I hope so. Let's hope for the best. Uh, and this is all in Milwaukee, and Portland area, right?
1: Yeah, we're we're based in
0: our offices
1: in Milwaukee, um, okay. so we work the Portland, you know, Portland metropolitan area, which is you know can cover all the way from three different counties uh, in this area it's all within 30 minutes of the shop and um,
0: yeah okay what what is um i'm very interested in what youth think has contributed in these guys being clients for so many years what is that like 20 plus years i think of yeah. of them being a client so what do you think um, yeah has helped in them staying for so long because you, you these this is not the family friend this is just somebody you you walked in bought a pizza and made that relationship so um what do you think has helped in, ma- in maintaining that relationship?
1: yeah the number one thing um is consistency uh bringing bring in the exact same thing like when you go to McDonald's you know you're getting that same burger though they'll change the size over the years but'll they'll, you'll they'll get that same consistent mm-hmm. burger from from Seattle to Chicago. I mean, you're going to get that. So uh, I teach my guys do it this way. This is how we need to do this because when I come in there and you're on vacation or another guy comes in there, it's the exact same thing. Nobody knows who is coming in. So consistent. Uh, and uh, we just never skip a beat. I mean, we, yeah, a car could break, a vehicle could break down, but another guy is jumping over and grabbing those jobs that night so that way we can get them done. Mm-hmm. Customer, all they care about is they come in and they're making their pizza or they're coming in uh, like the veterinary hospital. Those are the big ones where they got to move everything off the floors for us. And if we don't show up, our, our reputation will get tattered. Uh, mm-hmm. they, it does happen where they forget to tell us they changed their locks and they call me in the first thing in the morning. You guys didn't show up. And then the first question I asked them is, did you guys change your locks? Oh yes, that's right. We forgot about you. Then I said, "Well, we're always here," Um, and uh, and they apologized profusely. And I'm like, "No, it happens because we're the last people they think about because they're doing their business." So I'm trying to make it so that we're invisible, Mm -hmm. and uh, they never hear from us unless it's something that they need from us.
0: Okay. And how did you go about, um, you know, going into the franchise for, or I don't know if this is a franchise. I'm sorry but going into the veterinary hospital um yeah was that as long as the pizza chain was that more recent how did that come about uh our first veterinary hospital was in 1998
1: a little backstory for me really quick before i I keep saying 98 97 that time frame i actually was working in an office for three years when i first got married i was married at 18 and my wife's like i don't want you working nights Mm-hmm. So I was working in an office for a few years, and I'm, and I'm like, you know, when I was working in the, I went, on the weekends, I would do floor maintenance and cleaning and various things on the side. I'm like, I'm making more money doing that on the, for two days a week than I am working for a month. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's when the shift happened. And by the end of 90, um, 97, early 98 is when I had left that office job and we got busy. And so in that time frame, I was walking in. I walked into an animal hospital and i and i gave him my card and said hey i'm i'm i can do veterinary hospitals i've done one for a family friend and um i knew there was a market there was some kind of a market with veterinary hospitals kind of the same thing happens with the veterinary hospitals they all know each other so the, the we got into one hospital who then turns out i it could be luck it could be what whatever you want to say but the one of the uh the owners was on the board of directors for the the one and only local emergency animal hospital nonprofit
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they got us down there to do their floors which then people would see us down there or they would hear about us or they would call them and say who are you using for your floors and and back in 97 veterinary medicine wasn't that expensive it wasn't it was very small community not corporate owned types of businesses and so everybody knew each other, um, unlike today, where it's a lot of corporate type, types of veterinary hospitals, people still know each other, but it's more corporate structure and run. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, uh, going back to getting into that, we got one, two, three, four, six, seven, 12 at hospitals. And I'm going, there's something about this. Mm-hmm. And um, if you remember back in uh, 2000, we had Y2K, Mm -hmm. I like telling this story because Y2K was going to be, the world is going to shut down, power is going to be out, we're going to be in the dark. So uh, Mm -hmm. New Year's Eve, I was sitting at my kitchen table, um, writing up 200 uh, mailings for veterinary hospitals saying, we service these 12 locations, we'd love to be able to have your business. Mm -hmm. And uh, very simple, to the point, didn't go on about how great I am, just told them that we'd like to help you out with your floors um uh, sent those mailings out and we got 25 phone calls in a month on veterinary hospitals mm-hmm. and then after that uh we ended up basically getting half those customers and over the next year half of those trickled in. so we ended up getting you know of 200 we end up getting let's say 20 veterinary hospitals from that mailing. out 10 return on a mailing it was i was like that, that's crazy
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So, so from there word of mouth from with veterinary mm-hmm. medicine um The They also, there's a newsletter for the veterinary medicine, uh, the Portland Veterinary Medical Association. We put a small little ad in there. And back then, again, the veterinary medicine was small. They didn't care about charging me an advertising fee. Um, I got to know the office person there because they worked at that nonprofit emergency animal hospital. And uh, they put my ad in there for free. So there was some good luck there that happened. But just getting our name out there, and then keep marketing and keep talking. And, and then uh, when we're showing up doing the jobs, being super friendly, being nice and helping them out and, and going the extra mile for them, these veterinary technicians turn into vet veterinarians or, or their um, veterinarians will hire temporaries. Well, then the temporaries will go and start their own clinic. Well, who are they gonna call? They're gonna call the guy they saw. And so now we're, we're I believe we're pushing 65 veterinary hospitals in this area. And, um, and we have three that are working on coming on board right now. And it's, uh, it's yeah, that's how the veterinary medicine happened over these years.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of uh, information there. And I would say you're making it sound easy, but it's not easy. It's not easy. And um, it shows that you guys are really good in taking care of your clients because it's not easy to keep a client for 20 plus years. Uh, in this industry so um definitely you guys are doing something absolutely right and i am curious though like when just in in those years in 97 and 98 was the veterinary like the first place you decided to just walk in and try it out or had you gone to other uh businesses uh before and you you know weren't getting lucky with those
1: well i've gone into i had gotten a couple of coffee shops um and that was you know mom pop kind of places and, and but the one first vet hospital that I went into and they called me that's when I realized one stop one customer mm-hmm. if I make 10 stops will well, I get 10 customers mm-hmm. so there there was a need in that community in that in that field and um it just transpired
0: yeah 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 what has changed from then to now in terms of what you need to do to acquire new customers and grow your business?
1: Oh, boy. Um, Customers in general uh, or veterinary hospitals, just customers in general. um, I haven't gone and knocked on doors and Mm -hmm. and pounded the pavement since probably 2000.
0: Uh, Technology, Technology has definitely changed that.
1: Yeah, it definitely has changed that. Um, but for me, it became reputation, word of mouth. And I wasn't really looking to grow my business back then. I just was looking to get jobs and and make some money and you know make a good living. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm realizing a little more of where business side of things could have come into play to really help me grow it. And I've, in, I've incorporated a lot of that these days, uh, understanding how social media works, understanding um, uh, just branding of your business and getting your name out there um, and talking to the right people as opposed to if you're talking to you know in the veterinary medicine if you're talking to somebody who you know i don't want to be belittling people but somebody who's low on a totem pole when it comes to decision making talk to the managers talk to you know befriend them because those managers will go to other locations and when they do that they they know to call you um, and just keeping that connection, you know, with the, with the ones that know you. Yeah, absolutely. And answer your question. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, now you have to be, I think doing a lot more than before because one, the big, big, big reason technology, like now people are searching for stuff online. Now people are um, super big into video, for example. Uh I'm interested, like, maybe this is something that maybe you want to try out. I don't know, but I've seen a lot of um, videos about like, for example, construction or uh, remodeling services or anything like that. They make a lot of TikTok videos. And for me, it's very, um, I don't know, I find it entertaining on how they go from, uh, you know, beginning a job to ending a job. So it, what, what? the reason I'm saying this is just because how so many things are evolving and people are sharing their story using these different tools because TikTok started off as a kids platform or like or a teen platform and now from what I see like adults took over and businesses took over and they're using it to pretty much share their story and um, at the same time try to get new customers as well by finding them through these videos that sometimes also become viral just from people finding it entertaining as well. Um, what do you feel uh, has helped you uh, get those um, new clients? I mean, one of the things that you mentioned is referrals and them talking to each other because they're like a, like a BNI group. So that definitely helps. But um, apart from that, you mentioned consistency. So referrals, consistencies, consistency, sorry and is there uh something else that you would say that sticks out to you that is like okay this is something that i got to continue doing because it's working
1: well connecting with uh people in fields that can feed you that business mm-hmm. uh, i, I we just i'm, I'm going to think about the concrete side right now yeah. i'm trying to build that up and one of my lead uh, maintenance technicians is going to head up that whole side the whole division um how am i going to get work for that so I've been connecting with a lot of contractors and a lot of construction companies. Um, those who do tenant improvements, those who do um, general improving and painters. I think about those guys who are, you know, you know blue collars <laughs> blue collar experts, and they're uh, and they're out there working and pounding the pavement, and they need to have a, re- a source for uh, getting something done. So for both companies, doing uh, connecting with, for me, it's the suppliers with the, with the night owl side of things, the floor mm-hmm. maintenance, uh, connecting with janitorial companies because a lot of times they don't have floor technicians that can do the work properly. They have eh, okay ones that can do some work. And there's ones that have great people to do the, do the work and some don't wanna handle it. They wanna sub it out or just be able to say, hey, call night owl. They're the ones who, who do all of our floor maintenance. We don't do carpet cleaning. So I have a connection with a carpet cleaning guy that I just shoot, I shoot him a text and I'll, I'll send him a message saying we we got a carpet guy, one of our, or we have a carpet job uh, or one of our customers that needs some work done. And then he comes and takes care of it. I know I can count on him. And then he reciprocates with, hey, I got a floor maintenance job I'm doing all their carpets. Could you take care of that? So finding those connections that can relate to your field that you can, Uh, refer work back and forth between your businesses
0: yeah that's super important the connections uh what is there a lot of competition in flooring um or maybe in different areas or in your do you feel like there's a lot of competitors there there is um i'm finding for the concrete
1: side i'm finding it's a very small world everybody knows somebody i have a guy who works for me uh he knows the owner of a big huge company in the area and he was just on the phone call this morning sitting in the office talking to him and going over a job for this weekend it's just uh having um that connection and i'm sorry my mind is went blank what was your question again on that
0: just how, how, yeah no problem how uh you were going into the fact of how um the concrete business is super like small super specific but my question was Is there a lot of competition for these industries? Thank
1: you. you. Uh, Right now, there's a lot of concrete work out there. So the competition is, I mean, there is competition out there. Um, The floor maintenance side of things, I haven't felt there being too much competition. I I do have customers that are telling me these days, right now, because of the workforce, they can't find floor guys or they can't find, or we have fellow companies that say we can't find technicians who want to work. So now the competition is getting, you know, not the com- competition really isn't there at this very moment. But a lot of times it can be. Uh, over the years, there'll be this small guy who wants to start up and and they pull up in their their 1970 something pickup truck and and they pull out a mop bucket and a, and an electric buffer and they are gonna say they're gonna wax a floor and mm-hmm. uh, so there's that level of service and there's a level of service that is an expert or somebody who really knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so. There is competition, but I I just I don't look for it. I don't worry about it. I guess I can say it's. Okay. I know we have a niche. We, we have something that we can be proud of and not be worried about. Are we going to lose that customer? Because we have a track record of twenty five year old customers that are that are still with us and, yeah. and going strong. And if we lose somebody, usually it's it's uh, they've gone out of business because they've been they're ready to retire.
0: Yeah. So I think. A very good pointer for somebody who, in general, wants to start up a business. If they have the capabilities of working with franchises, that's definitely a, a good open door to get into. And um, if you have a good product, a good service, and you give um, just good, good, a good relationship overall, you can secure clients, partners for many, many, many years. So um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's awesome. And what is some advice you would give to people looking to start their business uh, in general? So kind of going back to even before you uh, got started with your clients, like what were some things you had a lot of experience, I would say, because you were working like in the family business, you you know, got familiar already, I would say, maybe with the products at that time or the style or the time that it takes, all that stuff. But um, would somebody like maybe who did not have the experience, where would you say uh, they focus their efforts when wanting to start a business?
1: Uh, well, um, let's see. Well, number one, the big thing to think about is what you're bringing to the customer is supposed to be a uh, taking a problem off their plate. They're, they're busy handling their staff. They're they're every, They're everything in their business. Uh, for me, at least for the floor maintenance side of things, I always thought of, Hey, I com- I'm coming in here. I don't need to call them every day to let them know something. I don't need to bug them I mean, as least amount of contact as possible because they're running a veterinary hospital and handling everything that's in cor- incorporated in that or a pizza chain or any other business that they're doing, they're running their business. They're expecting you to provide consistent quality, reliable service, something that you're gonna do just needs to be consistent um, and show up. I mean, the last thing that they need is they're prepped and ready for you to do some service. And you're saying, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to co- come back to you in a couple of weeks they're not going to use you. Mm. Uh, they want, they want reliability. Mm. Um, so whatever product offering that you got, it's, it's, yeah, you can, you might know your business, you might know how to do it, but it's, it's that dependability, reliability, um, and, and then bring it, bring it with a smile, bring it with a friendly personality Now people uh, there's that saying that people uh, will forget what you've done, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. So yeah, yeah. So that that's something that um, uh, I tell my guys when you go to these jobs. You no, know, be friendly, be joking around between you two, be nice, and those mm-hmm. no no bickering. And my guys, they take that to heart. We are mm-hmm. like a brotherhood when we're working together, mm-hmm. and they see the comedy of us teasing each other, joking around. Mm-hmm. Um, so they see that pause and they get that positive energy coming from from us and that and that that niceness. Now that, that that gives them a good feeling.
0: And what is, um, what's next for Night Owl Floor Services? Like, are you in a position where um, you're trying to find the next franchise? Or are you uh, working on, I don't know, uh, you know, probably securing some new equipment? Or like, what's on, the, on uh, your horizon right now? And what are you looking forward to in the future?
1: Well, we just made some pretty big moves in the past six, seven months. Um, I've been operating my business out of my home for forever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my two main technicians were taking their bands home and I saw the, the, the light that, you know, that can't last forever. And so we actually moved into our shop last October, mm-hmm. uh, set all up here in the shop. And we decided to take care of our own concrete floors and polish them and made it our home. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we knew we were going to grow and we hired two new guys this past year. Uh, we're looking to grow um, because of the amount of work that's coming in. And we made a lot of connections and I started really pushing the business. Uh, I, two years ago, about two years ago, I had stepped out of working in my business to working on my business and being the owner or the operator, or the owner and having my guys being the operator. Uh, but in the past, I would say six months, I've been very much put back into a technician role because we've gotten so busy. So the next bigger step is to get me permanently out of the technician role, mm-hmm. uh, running the company. The guys see the value of me not being on the jobs and mm-hmm. handling all the business side of things. Um, and I am, I'm wanting to grow the size of the company to a, a small business. We're a micro business. I feel to, to a small business, you know, 10, 15 people, uh, grand total. That's about it. Yeah. So that is my next goal over the next two years, uh, two to three years. Um, and then we also want to triple revenue um, over the next two years. Okay. And we are already, we're already on the growth spurt this year. It's a between 35 to 45% increase over last year. So, nice um having that business mindset and having that growth mindset uh, really has made a difference for me
0: nice congratulations if craig if a, if a a business owner is looking to hire experts in floor care what's the best way to get in touch with you
1: um well uh pretty much call the office cuz right now I'm the guy answering all the phone calls <laughs> 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 Colin, Colin uh, calling me up um, and then we I do have a structured interview process um, that way we I want to make sure that you know this job is for them as much as they are for us and uh, if they can handle the work and this through the whole process and mm-hmm. interview backgrounds and all that kind of stuff we do mm-hmm. uh, and then making sure that that the uh, the team uh, what I always say to these past two guys we hired was the team decides if we're going to hire you it's not me
0: Okay. Nice. I like that. I like it. Yeah.
1: We can't get along with you. You can't get along with one person on this group because mm-hmm. I, know, I know how great everybody is working for me. It's not them. So yeah.
0: M- ma- Maintaining that positivity throughout both ends is super important. I've actually gotten a lot of similar responses from different business owners where, um, you know, there's alignment where a lot of the times a, 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 a business owner thinks, you know, okay, I'm going to um, interview these guys, but we're just as much interviewing them as well to make sure where the right fit. And a lot of the times, uh, not a lot, of, I wouldn't say a lot of the times, there are times is what I should say. There are times when, you know, we have to say no as well, even as uh, maybe they do not see it or um, they uh, just would not understand. But Uh, it's just as important for them for us to be able to work with them as they to be able to work with us yes yes and
1: the big thing too is not to be in a hurry to hire somebody yeah i mean not be desperate i won't hire desperation Like, yeah we are swamped and i'm working Mm -hmm. because i'm immersed in the business i am working i worked um I think I've gotten three hours of sleep, um, this morning when I got home and, uh, uh I, I've worked uh, two days straight and a whole bunch of work's been going on that you know I, but I'm not desperate to hire somebody cause I, it yeah. needs to be the right fit. Yeah. It needs to be the right, the fit into our company culture.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It
1: that it's definitely the, the, it's going to be a long-term position. That's going to be good for everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, where it's uh is there also a place so them calling you, you said but um you have a website so we'll put your uh website in the show notes as well for the episode but what what's the name of your
1: website uh so it's night owl floor services.com
0: okay yeah okay and uh they go there they get in contact with you you go through your um Pretty much uh, what did you call it orientation process or through your process interview yeah, process yeah yeah. yeah yeah and then um hopefully you would be able to service them and uh, work on their floors for them so i want to uh thank you for uh being on the show today craig and i also want to thank the audience for listening to the podcast please remember to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe download and share our content Your support is very much appreciated and helps us out so much. Tune in next time for another great entrepreneur story.